Just Get A Real Job, the podcast where we speak to emerging creatives and creatives alike from across the creative industries. I'm of course your host, Jamie McKinley, and I'm going to continue to say the word creatives three times in the intro of this podcast, because why not? We always do it. It's stuck now. It's stuck now. If you can think of anything better, please do get in touch with us, because we're on the 90th episode now, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm still not convinced by that, but we're going to go with it. Anyway, this week's episode is the second of our live shows from the Edinburgh Fringe, and on this episode, we spoke to Shirley and Susie from Black Scott Pod. They're really fun people. It was such a lovely interview to get to sit down and do in front of an audience. I really enjoyed that one. As I mentioned at the start of the live show as well, sadly, the day that we recorded it, my grand Jones passed away. So it was quite a difficult day and I wasn't sure about doing it. I was considering cancelling, but I knew my grand would want me to do it and I thought I didn't want to like, you know, back out. I'd put a lot of work and planning into it. So we did it anyway. We did the live show and I actually was such a good conversation and they were both so much fun and it really cheered me up and it was a really good laugh. So this week's episode is dedicated to my late grand and yeah, it's a really, really enjoyable one. Susie and Shirley have done some amazing work at Black Scott Pod. They just did Connect Festival at the weekend as well, which looked class. They speak about that more in our conversation but they what they'd done with black scott pod is incredible and it was really always lovely to speak to fellow podcasters about their process and stuff and on wednesday night we recorded the last of our live shows at the edinburgh fringe and that'll be out next week brilliant conversation with jasmine gleason and joe o'neill who have been on the podcast before but doing the podcast at the fringe was such an interesting and enjoyable experience and me and elliot really are really really proud of what we managed to pull off considering it was the free fringe and we didn't have a lot of money massive shout out to the pbh free fringe as well for hosting us and the people that work at voodoo rooms it was a brilliant venue to get to do it in and yeah hopefully we will do some live shows in the future because i really really enjoyed getting to do the podcast in front of an audience and thank you again to everyone that came down and came along to support the show it was lovely to see people and get back out and about after the last strange few years we'd had of uh, Zoom interviews. But yeah, we'll be going back to sort of normal service shortly. I know a lot of the guests over the last few weeks have been, you know, based around the fringe. Obviously, that's the fringe is ending today, in fact. So we'll be going back to some sort of other conversations that maybe be more varied in terms of the chats we have and creatives we have on. And yeah, that's pretty much everything I think I had to say. As always, remember, if you're enjoying this podcast or you're new to listening to it, this is the 90th episode, so plenty of brilliant conversations in the back catalogue for you to enjoy and i'll be back at the end with more waffle but until then this is episode 90 of just get a real job live from the edinburgh fringe with shirley and susie from black scott pod enjoy folks hello edinburgh lovely to thank you everyone for coming out tonight it's great to see everyone um i just want to quickly dedicate this week's episode to my gran who sadly passed away this morning um i was considering cancelling but she would not want me to do that so we're here and I couldn't be joined by two funner guests to get the mood right so if I'm a bit low energy today you two are definitely going to bring it up but we are joined by Susie and Shirley from Black Scott Pod how are you both? Thank you um yeah we're good I guess great (laughs) yeah um I think it's really also like different because it's the first time we're actually 
speaking in front of people, which is a bit crazy. So if we're making weird facial expressions, we're just used to keeping that in like a <laughs> cupboard, like where yeah. we record, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. So forgive that. We don't no, even record good. together. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Like last week was the same for me doing a podcast. Here. I was like, "What the hell?" There's people in the room looking at me. I'm just usually doing this on my computer on Zoom. This is very very exposing but yes, you know it's fine it's like lovely having podcasters on because we can relate to each other we could be like you know we're in the secret club or something well secret, secret club society. everyone has a podcast these days so <laughs> it's not that secret um but i thought it'd be cool today if you wanted to start off by sort of introducing yourselves to the crowd like a bit about what you both do and like the podcast and then we we'll sort of get into the the juicy stuff or whatever there Okay. Um, judging by the first. look, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Okay, great. I didn't actually um, say which one of you should go <laughs> first, so decide amongst yourselves. Um, yeah, so um, I'm Susie Mwanza, and so sort of background-wise, I was born in Zambia, lived there for like 10 years, you know, up to 10, and then moved here um, at quite a young age. Moved to the wonderful um, seaside town of Musselburgh, where you know I met this one. She, you know, she's a couple of years younger than me, and I didn't really want to hang out with her because, like, what ten-year-old, like, self-respecting ten-year-old is like hanging out with like a six-year-old? That's weird. Um, but uh, yeah, so we reconnected after high school, and no, no, junior last year of high school. Last year. Last year of high school, and I was like, you know, an adult or something. I thought I was an adult. (laughs) And yeah, from like that point on, our whole like friendship and sisterhood has basically like grown from that. And now we sort of do like a podcast together where we just kind of like either A, rehash, you know, the stuff that we wish we'd talked about. Or um, stuff that, you know, really want to like touch on and all of that. But yeah, Yeah. that's that's me. That's, yeah. That's pretty much us, actually. <laughs> yeah, just repeat what she <laughs> said. <laughs> Basically what she said. Um, no, but I'm Shirley McPherson. I was born in Lesotho, which is actually a small landlocked country um, inside of South Africa. And I moved here when I was seven years old, if I'm correct. I can never really remember, to be fair with you. Um, but other than that, like I think like my life was pretty uneventful until I met Susie. Um, yeah, pretty, just high school, meeting Susie, and then here we are podcasting together which i really didn't think would ever happen but yeah cool well thank you for introducing yourselves on the podcast we sort of normally kick off by asking i guess sort of talk about their earliest creative memories so i'll get you to both to cast your minds back do you remember like doing anything creative as kids or anything were you always like sort of i mean i'm not obviously back then i don't think podcasts were probably a thing so i'm not i imagine you're thinking that but were you doing kind of creative things stuff like that uh okay i'll go first yeah right i did it it again i did it once again there you go uh, first earliest creative memory is actually um, a Shrek DVD. Um, so Shrek had come out and they had this special features section where you could dub over um, some of the scenes. I don't know if any of you ever had that one, but yeah, you could dub over the scenes and you would just be like, no, Shrek, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of that was my first ever one and thinking oh wait there's somebody that has a job to voice you know cartoon characters or animated just anything somebody's job is to have this voice and be princess fiona or shrek or donkey like that's amazing and i think from that point on i was kind of enamored by the whole creative industries and thing cuz i mean yeah who doesn't want to be shrek or fiona or whatever you're right. Let's <laughs> definitely never had that one on the podcast before. There you go. It's a classic, though. <laughs> it's a beautiful one. Um, I don't know. I would say my earliest memory is probably school choirs. Like, I've always done a little bit of singing here and there. But, um, yeah, just 
when I finally moved to this country, I feel like it was able, I was able to actually do creative stuff. Like back at home, it's always like, you know, why are you not studying? Why are you not learning your maths? You know, you're not good at maths, so you have to do it. Um, so when we finally moved here, I was able to do things like join the choir and do dancing and yeah, it's pretty much it for me. No, I don't know which one of you it was because I read this article and I was researching like last week. But you kind of one of you wants to work in music or something as a singer, right? Yeah, is that is that you? That's me. I'm assuming because yeah. the choir stuff. Yeah, I I'm mean, putting you in the spot a wee bit. But <laughs> a that's not a question bit. I sent you before. Sing. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're actually going to do a performance for us at the end. Just the five minute. I'm joking, <laughs> but um, no, I do want to eventually go into music. I'm not really sure if I will ever like you know pretty much get myself together to actually. It's the, it's the creating part of, of the content creating. You have to be out there <laughs> singing and doing all of these things and actually being present. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll see how we manage that in the future. So hopefully at some point. Yeah. Do you have any ambitions for other creative things apart from this? Again, I'm putting you spot. You kind of wanted to work in film or TV, right? But according to that yeah. article anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I remember no, the research. There oh, you go. I love it. Um, yeah, no, it's quite accurate. Um yeah, so I studied film and TV like way back in like 2010, um, 12. I did an H&D and had designs to, you know, go go to uni, you know, take up screenwriting, producing, because that was kind of something I was interested in. Um, but when I graduated from my H&D, um, there was like basically no industry in Scotland. Mm. You know, you had to sort of decide to move to Manchester or London or something like that. Like at that time, it wasn't really something that I was prepared to do. So I kind of, you know, I sold out and I, uh, you know, did some, like basically got a job in finance. Uh, <laughs> like pretty much everybody in Edinburgh got started a real doing job. that. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really, you know, Sometimes it doesn't really feed your soul the way that you mm. you want it to. Um, yes, pays the bills. Um, you know that's great and that's fantastic. But at the end of the day, you're just kind of like, am I actually doing you know something that I really want to do? Something that's fun, um, something that I feel you know gives back to people, or just like yeah, I don't know, maybe creating. I don't know. I feel like I always wanted to create and be doing stuff out there, and in a way, finance. It's like the safety net and real job, but I want you know my real job to be something that I'm excited and passionate about. When I wake up, I'm like, yes, I can't, I can't wait to go and do this. And that's kind of in a way um, I get that from podcasting now because at the end of my workday, I'm kind of like, yes, mm. I get to you know go and jump on a Zoom or something like that with Shirley and record and be like, yeah, I'm happy about this. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you both for sort of talking about um, me putting you on the spot about your futures, what you might want to do. It's never an easy question to answer for anyone. Um, but another question I ask on the podcast, you both sort of touched about being in Masabra and like moving here and stuff. But like, it's sort of ask about where you're from and how that's influenced you as creative. So like, obviously, this will be a really interesting question for you to answer because I imagine you both have like a sort of dual identities in the sense of having like that sort of like moving here and having that side of your sort of identity but then also yeah. like growing up in Scotland which I know you touch upon lots on your podcast as well mm -hmm. about feeling Scottish and stuff and all that and how that would affect you but like what sort of how has where you're from influenced you as creative people um Susie we can start with you see I remember this time we got oh, it oh, okay. <laughs> um 
I feel like I have two senses of humor. There's the African <laughs> sense of humor, and then there's the Scottish sense of humor. I feel like because of, um, yeah, I guess living in this country and having, you know, the home life and your mom is like screaming at you and shouting at you like that. <laughs> then you speak to your Scottish friends and actually it's the same thing with a different accent. Yeah. Um, I feel like those two have kind of come together really nicely. Um, what I will say about like the Scottish sense of humour is that it's dark, which is <laughs> really good and it's very direct, um, which I love and it's kind of you know similar to like uh, obviously we're from different countries yeah. but the, the, the jokes yeah. fly the same, yeah, um, kind of way. So I think from that we've pro I've probably gotten hmm. like a more I don't know like a defined sense of humour um, out of the Scottish element and out of the African element and. Hopefully, sometimes that comes across um, in the podcast. You probably hear us like switch accents every so often. <laughs> probably can't figure out what accent I have, but like you know, whatever. You just never it's, know. It's one of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Charlie? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like for me, it's been a bit of a journey, to be honest with you. Like in regards to sort of like finding myself and who I am. Like I moved here at a very, very young age. So when I moved here, I found myself almost too like enveloped in the Scottish culture. Not like it's a bad thing or anything, but I lost my sense of identity. Like for a long time I was like, am I actually black? Yeah. I am. <laughs> I just needed to realize that. Um, it's just, it was just difficult having basically surrounding yourself with white people every single day and the only black people that you see are your parents. And then people are like, oh, you have to remember that you're actually African. Like at home we still speak our home tongue and stuff. But like I go out, I go to school, I go down the high street, like there's no black people around. So I think when I got to like the age of maybe like what, 18, 19? I think it was 18, 19. That's when I'm, I kind of rediscovered my roots and my culture again, right from the beginning. And I was like, well, do you know what? I'm actually South African. Like I speak my home tongue, which a lot of people don't. And that's something that I kind of had to take on board and like move forward with that. But I think it's exactly the same, like the humor in Scotland is, um, it is definitely top class, and you can't get rid of that no matter how much you try. You yeah, can't yeah, get rid yeah. of that Scottish dark sense of humor 100%. in the back of your head. I think you've actually touched on something like that whole forgetting about um, like your original, your yeah. original ancestry, mm. and it can be difficult as well. Um, like you say, like you're on the high street, you're at school, you're just everywhere, and you're surrounded by so white people, and you don't have your like your your own community. Mm -hmm. Like there wasn't a Zambian. Community and presence. Yeah. It was just my mom and my dad and my little brothers who are, you know, like toddlers at that age. Yeah. And I lost my ability to speak my home tongue. So, like, through her and, you know, you getting back in touch with your own ancestry and your own culture and stuff, I started to go and find my mm -hmm. own and stuff and just mm -hmm. now sort of bringing them together and sort of saying, yeah, yeah. actually, both. Both are valid, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. dual identities, pretty much. And has this sort of podcast helped you both together sort of go on that journey even more so and like oh, use it in a sort of creative sense? Definitely, like, I would yeah. definitely agree with that. I feel like yeah. because of the podcast, we have definitely stepped out of our comfort zone mm -hmm. with ourselves, like who we are. Mm -hmm. Just the sheer fact that we're sitting talking at mics. I try mention that at the age of 18, I would be like, eh, nah. Yeah, I can hang so like. that. I'd be like, what? <laughs> the Edinburgh Fringe talking? The free fringe? Like, what? Like, do you know? It's just mad. Yeah, it's a crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it would have been insane to even think about it, actually. And even some of the opportunities that we've had come our way, mm -hmm. um, it can be a little bit like, 
if I was 12 struggling through, you know, some of the, the bullying and all that stuff that happened because of me trying to be, you know, myself, I would have never thought that somebody would be interested in our whole experience. Yeah. And I really like that. I really like sort of read that. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, that's really, it's like, it's inspiring as well. That, and it's so nice that you've like come together and like, mm-hmm. you know, to create this thing, especially in, in Scotland again. I know we'll talk about the podcast in more depth soon. Like obviously, again, it's gotten like there's not a lot of you know sort of the reason you started it was there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of that representation there, no. and it's amazing that like you've been able to go on that journey and stuff. Um, I also quickly want how was Musselburgh as well because I have a soft spot for Musselburgh because I studied I went to Queen Margaret University so for two years I was moving from Fife to Edinburgh which I've sold a lot. Musselburgh's <laughs> not really Edinburgh. I mean, it's yeah. nice, but. Well, yeah. nice-ish, it's fine. It's all right. Hope I'm not offending anyone in the crowd. You know, it's all right, see. it's good, it's good. No, Musselburgh, do you know what? Musselburgh has, like, I feel like that's the case of any place in Edinburgh. I've come to realise this. You've got that area there where people are a bit like, you know, we're held up tight together. And then you've got the other area where it's a bit like, yeah, it's going down in that area, isn't it? <laughs> I feel like Musselburgh. I will say, though, Musselburgh has got, it's, 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 it's really quirky and it's really funny because um, mm. if you get in, like if you just get entrenched in the life of it, you can know every single person on that high street. Oh yeah, I know every single yeah. routine. But I guess that's like a small town and all that. Right. And you get you get really into it, and you know your people basically. But then there's every so often you wander into like this one street you've never been down. You're like, here, what's this? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, yeah. What's happening down here? I do feel that. Um, yeah, going to Unity was so weird because it's like obviously it's at the top end. It's yeah. the train station. You never really even go in. I, I think I maybe went into the actual place itself like seven, eight times. Really? I just go to the, the big Tesco or oh you just get the train to Edinburgh. So I'm very nostalgic for that big Tesco. The best Tesco <laughs> the I've best ever been one. to in my life. It's well, actually, yeah. I would rather, I'd say otherwise. <laughs> I'd say otherwise because the one that came before that, that was a magical Tesco because they moved it from one estate to the other side of the estate. They did. It used to be a dump. Sorry, for everybody else that's just like <laughs> bored by this, <laughs> like, this little tangent. <laughs> so there used to be a dump um, in the middle. <laughs> it's been a huge big dump. And for those of you that know, I don't know if you've ever been to like um, just a regular dump before, like with your friends Giant or something. You just, yeah. you just, I don't know, you know. You just used to go <laughs> there like you're on your own. But anyways, that was the place to go and hang out and for some reason. It used to be the dump. <laughs> anyway, so then um, they moved it and it was a huge big controversy and stuff. They moved it onto a new location and now the dump is some like high-rise flats that cost like half a million or whatever to, to get into. They're still not built rent, yet. So. Still not built, just chilling. circle of life. See, this is the sort of like, like, amazing journalism we get on Just Get Real <laughs> Job. We talk about dumps and Masara. Uh, the free French is yeah, that's the no, beauty. Well, the sort of Shape next us. question, I love this question on the podcast, but it's about people's favourite words or phrases from where you're from. But I'm going to be really cheeky. I'm going to ask you for two. I'm going to ask you for a Scottish one. Oh, that's and fine. Yeah. And, and like sort of, you're more like one from your roots that maybe that really inspires you or like that you really like the sound of. Okay. So you can decide which one wants to go first. One of you can maybe have more time to think. So decide which one's getting yeah. thrown under the bus here. You know, I'll go first. And my, I think my favourite word is here. Like, not as in, like, oh, it's here, but, like, here. Like, here, yeah, come on, here. Um, it took me a very long time to realise yeah, that yeah. other people don't say that in different countries. <laughs> <laughs> like, here, me. Like, people, like yeah, what are you saying yeah. here for? But I would say, yeah, definitely here. Um, so my Scottish word would be bolt. Bolt? <laughs> bolt. bolt I don't know lads. what it is, but <laughs> it's just so... There's just something about getting told to bolt. <laughs> 
yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I fair, mean? Fair, fair. You know, you just unlocked a memory. Do you remember, like, did, I don't know if people years ago ever said that, but you know, jump, instead of jump, like, he jamp, and it wasn't a, like, no. a real word. That used to say he that. Jammed. Grew up in Glen Rothes. I'm pretty sure people used to say, like, he jamp, jamp. And then everyone would be like, that's not like a real word. Like, instead of jumped? Yeah, instead of jump, like, jump, jump. Jump the fence or something. And it's like, I always got, remember my mum and dad being like, that's not how you say that word. <laughs> but everyone said <laughs> that, I swear <laughs> down. I swear <laughs> down, people said that. People said that at school, right? Yeah? Jump. I'm not going insane here. Pretty sure. Maybe oh. it's a weird faith thing. There you go. I That's think it might it. be. <laughs> Jam. Jam. Yeah, I've never heard that one the before. The other one that I, um, apparently it's not common, is to chum someone. I, I, I thought that was... That. Yeah. Yeah. Chum, some chum you to the shop or something. Yeah, chum you to the shop. I'd yeah. say that. Apparently nobody I think, that's an East Col- I think that's an East Coast one. Is it? Oh, chum. Yeah. Chum. I, yeah. I use chum quite a lot, to be fair. Yeah. One I will never understand, and this is saying this after many years in Scotland, like I'm pretty much Scottish now, I can't even read anything else. The messages. I just need someone yeah. to help me understand how a shopping list became messages. Good question. <laughs> I'd like to it's know. A good question. How did that translate to one to the other? I mean, like, I get it, you write a message on a piece of paper, but... Is it nah, that didn't get it. Have we got anyone in tonight that knows the answer to that? No? Anyone? You guys fancy no educating me now? Nah, I don't no, think we no. Do. Okay, oh, well. <laughs> we tried. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And um, in my own tongue, there is a word. It's called, it's, uh, let me try my best because it's going to sound hella anglicized, oh, but yeah. like whatever. Nobody from my country is here, so you can't judge <laughs> me. Um, it's Ndekuponana. Right? Okay, so Ooh. that one, basic. <laughs> It's it's a discipline word. Okay. Um, it's one that your grandma or your mom is gonna say to you if they see you like doing something that you really shouldn't be doing. Like they've told you loads of times mm-hmm. not to do it, mm-hmm. and there you are, you're doing it. Yeah. Um, and if your grandma says that, basically you better stop. Um, it basically means if you if you don't stop, <laughs> I've already spoken to you. If you don't stop, I'm terrified right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't stop, and I love that word because every time yeah. I hear it. I love it because like, you can see like, the, the, the fear wash over kids. They're like, oh, I have to really stop it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool, thank you very much. Yeah, um, I don't really know about like nostalgic ones. I think I, I've got one that both you and I will both understand. It's a very, very wonderful Southern African word for almost every language in South Africa. Futsek. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful one. It's a beautiful one. It's, it's, it's basically a off, but like in a very... You just don't want anyone saying that to you. Yeah. It's just, it's not nice. Yeah. People, we say it to dogs yeah. to tell them to go, the street dogs yeah. to tell them to go away. Yeah. So if you say it to a human, it's just not it. But <laughs> I do like it. I do like it. When you're really angry, it just comes out nicely. Mm-hmm. Cool. A nice wee view there. So if you ever yeah. hear that, just know. No, it's <laughs> great. We're getting the two, two exclusives on the podcast. What, what's so good about doing this? Like, we'd have people from like, all over the world on the podcast before, yeah. a lot of people from Scotland, but it's such a selection of cool words. Mm-hmm. So I just love it, getting to learn all this stuff. Um, well, moving on from like sort of, the, the favourite word question and like where you're from and stuff um, I thought it'd be cool to sort of talk about the podcast of, of course Black Scott Pod and like sort of ask to start with how did that all start um, do you want to explain like what's the origin story of everyone loves a good origin yeah. story these days. Like, what's the origin story of Black Scott Pod uh, I think it was a group chat it was a group chat <laughs> yeah it was a group chat it was a group chat. Um, Shirley and I and some other girls had this idea to start a podcast mm. and stuff. Because obviously, you know, you listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of the views are in London. They're in like, you know, America and stuff. You're never really sort of hearing black podcasts coming up Scotland. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of thought to ourselves, 
you know are there any black Scottish podcasts around? We've done the research, there was none at the time. Um, so we did one episode as a five-piece podcast, which is wow. as chaotic. I can see my editor just being like, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, it was chaotic. It was I think it was really one mic as well. Yeah. One mic, five people. One and the living room. Yeah. yeah. Couple of cats. Couple of cats, couple of cans. It was just <laughs> chaos. It was a house party, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then kind of naturally, I guess, the other girls, like, dropped out of it. Um, so it just kind of left us. It wasn't called Black Scott Pod at the time. I won't say yeah. what it was called before because like we were doing debate about what mm. what we were thinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was just Charlie and I, and we still wanted to make a podcast. And we were just kind of like, do you do you wanna do you wanna do, do one together? And yeah, we both yeah we're both excited did. about doing it. Yeah. Um, and again, I think it was just the fact that a lot of the podcasts weren't telling our experience of being black and Scottish. So we just yeah. thought, yeah, you know what? Let's just jump on it and try it. Amazing. But did, I take it you didn't release this episode you recorded with the five no, people? No. never saw the light of day. See, if you, te- well, if you say the name of what that podcast called, I will tell you what I was originally going to call this podcast because it's, it's also terrible. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Um, I mean. Oh, no, I, I, I'm happy to. It oh was going to be called E.H. Baned. <laughs> <laughs> which was going to be hilarious, which is about, like, you know, the EH um, postcode. But... Um, it was just yeah. the bait part. Yeah, it was the bait part, yeah. But we just decided not to go with it because it just didn't lend itself to like, yeah. what we wanted to do and talk about. Yeah, well, that's definitely better than what I was going to call this. So before, just get a real job, I can't take it. The person that came up with the name of this podcast is actually the audience, my best friend Liam, oh. actually came Congrats. up. So shout out to you. Okay. Thank Congratulations. Thank you for the title. <laughs> So I'll never take credit for that, but I was going to call it the Tortured Artist Podcast. How bad oh would that be? Well, it being creative. Liam, well, thank you. you that's really no, nice. I think just get a real job far better because it's, it makes much yeah. more like <laughs> capsule. Yeah. Do you imagine that? Like having to invite people to see that live? Like just nah, wouldn't no. have been. They would have been like, been this is going to be depressing. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. So I think just get a real job. I, I mean, but I also think the original name of your podcast is better than the Tortured Artist. So there we go. <laughs> um, but sorry to take us on that tangent. I'll let you go back to the question I asked you, but like. The origin story of Black Scott. Yeah, right? no, basically, like I think once we realised that we're like we should just do it because we done we done YouTube initially, <clears throat> and we're traumatised. We have PTSD from that, but we move on because the people people aren't nice. No. General public are not nice. Um, so I don't know, like present company excluded. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you guys are really great. <laughs> no, but um, I think Susie just called me over one day and picked up a bottle of wine, got that microphone out again, laptop in the <laughs> middle, and we're just like, Do you know what? Let's just talk. And that is the wonderful unedited first episode. I've it's gone back and raw. edited it. Susie. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I had to, I had to take out some clicks and bits. So I was just like, no, 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 I can't live with myself. The so wine glasses sitting on the yeah. glass table. It's <laughs> mad though when you listen back. To like sometimes I've listened back before to like the like two. It's not even yeah. been two years yet, but you're just the first like five or six episodes. You're like, what the hell? Like, yeah. It's so weird. Like it just wasn't. But yeah. that's the point of it. You learn so much as you go. So you do, yeah. don't you? It really helps. The first um, pandemic episode that we ever did. So the first two episodes we did were in person, you know, oh, yeah. live with each other. Very um, and then the pandemic hit and that was our first 
sort of pandemic episode and you can just sort of hear the zoom noises and stuff and i just <laughs> that <laughs> was a huge learning curve that was a huge learning curve recording on zoom was a so lot when when did this start again it like, was before so was it the start of 20 i mean i remember because we and Susie went to like a talk and that's mm. how obviously we met at Napier. We did like a, I don't know why, but we got, we got asked to do, I mean, not you, I mean me, but I got asked <laughs> to like a talk to the like Napierians about podcasting, which was cool. It was, like, well, it was fun. Um, and like you were sort of talking about like how it sort of started before the pandemic, but when exactly mm. did it start? Is it, was it 2020? October 2019, if so I'm correct. So just the end of 2019, yeah. Yeah. The first two episodes were around about then and then we took a wee hiatus. Yeah. And then came back for the pandemic episode, if I'm correct. <laughs> yeah. I think that's when we were like, that's when the whole George Floyd thing was happening and me and Susie were like, it's time to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were just kind of like, yeah, we should, we should probably release some episodes. No, was it really? I thought it was March. March. No, it was like about March time when we restarted it probably yeah. and then yeah. the George Floyd stuff happened. happened. I guess it kind of spurred that whole having a conversation and obviously about it. yeah because there's yeah. quite a few episodes like particularly focused around that whole time as well right that, and that, yeah. do you think that was what really kicked the podcast into like what it is now like that no. period or do you think it sort of was like that before anyway that was a no it was a yeah. slow burn mm. slow yeah burn. it was, it was, it was, it was a slow burn. burn i think towards the end of 20 2020 2020 yeah. beginning of 2021 is probably when like the podcaster or to kind of like pick up um, people and more people are starting to get interested, which is kind of good. I mean, in a way, um, the George Floyd incident, the, the murder and all that stuff was a real, like a cultural reset for a lot of people to yeah. actually think about, um, it sounds awful, but like to think about black people. Yeah. yeah. Should have all been, mm-hmm. always been doing that outside of, you know, Black History Month, which is what tends to happen. But because of that, I guess, like, a lot of media outlets and a lot of people were now thinking about um, thinking about us more than a monolith, like, more than just one experience. Yeah. Like, more than just that one London voice. Um, and I guess, yeah, I guess loads of people probably started finding us in different ways because, um, you know, we would get, like, The Guardian, for example. That article really made, like, a huge difference. Yeah. Um, you know, them going around the country and... Mm finding um, podcasts and artists and giving our tiny little podcast Podcast. in Scotland um, a feature in their magazine, for example, like something like that, like that kind of like allyship, somebody with power actually saying, you know, we could go out and find loads of successful podcasts and black podcasters out there, but actually, you know, we're interested in the more niche voices and representing the whole of the UK, not just like England, UK. Yeah. So that was like yeah, probably around then, like when you start getting, yeah, I guess more people with influence and power picking up smaller um, podcasts is probably where it started. Yeah. And again, I know I'm not. None of us are really massive like experts in like <laughs> marketing or podcasts or sort of figured mm-hmm. out as we went along. But like, mm-hmm. do you think getting picked up like that is quite important if anyone listening had like a podcast they were just starting? Do you think like you kind of need that pick up to the really get? a bit of traction or is that also just something that can come naturally like how did you think that did that obviously yeah. do you think that brought a whole new audience to your podcast i think it did bring a whole new audience to the podcast but i also don't think it's necessary to be picked up like that in order to do you know what i mean like i feel like with certain things they do pick up traction naturally and like as much as it does really really help having like susie said people that are up there and sort of shining the light on smaller podcasts um 
I think just just naturally, just even just the result of you doing your work and doing it out there and putting it out yeah. there for people to listen and just having people connect and people actually sort of like being like, dude, like I totally understand, like I went through the exact same thing, was like the affirmation for me yeah. to be like, yeah, 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 okay. I think we had like 13 listeners, like in the beginning, like 13, <laughs> yeah. first of all, 13 yeah, yeah. people was, is a lot of people. I was genuinely lost. I was like 13 people are listening to me, like talk. Nobody. I know, it's quite <laughs> weird, isn't it? Even yeah. like, because I mean, we're not the biggest podcast in the world, but like, you know, even when like a hundred or two hundred people listen to them, you're like, what? Yeah, people what know what they're doing. You know, it's cool. Like, it's cool. And then you look at the 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 retention rate. Yeah. So you thirteen people really <laughs> listen to this from the beginning to the Until end. Until the end. Yeah. Amazing. No, it's, it is class. Uh, but like, I do. You, I don't know. Do you guys ever get sucked into that thing where you see like other podcasts are going like tens of thousands of downloads, yeah. and you're like, oh, I feel a bit like shit. Like this isn't very yeah. good. But like. So then I just try to remind myself what you guys yeah. are saying and be like, if one or two people take, you know, we were saying that before, like if two people turn up tonight, yeah. I guess yeah. it's better than no one. And like, we have like, yeah, a, a decent... Like, this has exceeded my expectations like so much because like just even one person, because mm-hmm. if I think about myself, like do I love somebody enough or do I, you know, know them enough to sit, listen to you for no. an hour? Yeah, I know. For like an hour. Letting you into their homes almost, you yeah. know, just in their ears, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, well, I actually wanted to ask you both, so because you've both been judges for like the British Podcast Awards, right? That's yeah. cool. I was that experience. That is awesome. Amazing. That was an experience. Yeah. Amazing. That yes. was an experience. Yeah. We I got think to get hit home when Idris Elba got on stage. Dude, <laughs> I saw my whole husband and he didn't even know I was there. Like, <laughs> it was intense. It really was. I think he knew you were there, oh, surely. No, he did actually know I was there. Um, he did. Oh, it was so embarrassing, though, generally. <laughs> so, like, the moment that he came on stage, I got my Snapchat out. I was like, oh, of course, it's Idris. <laughs> it's Idris. I go to record him, and then I finished recording, but I didn't realize on Snapchat it plays back immediately, and my volume was not down. So it's now dead silent in the tent. He's about to make a speech. He goes to talk, and then there's just playback from my phone, and I'm like, wow, this was not it. This is not you how made we Idris Elba stutter. I did. I mean, not a lot of people can probably say that. I made him trip up over his words. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what, actually, the British Podcast Awards, so they reached out to us, I think, um, about 2019. So this is the, the bit where you're just kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. I never thought anybody would pay attention to our tiny little thing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think it was like Matt Hill that reached out from the Podcast Awards, and he's one of the, the co-founders. Um, and he said, you know, he'd listened to an episode or two <laughs> on the podcast and he was interested in having us at ju- as judges. And um, I think at the time he had like a time commitment thing so like, yeah. he couldn't do it. And um, so like went on and did a must have done an all right job and um, inv- invited us back for the second year to do it. And you, know, you were available this time yeah. as well, which was really cool, actually. Um, and you know, got to judge some pretty cool categories. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. I think we're allowed to say it. We are allowed are we? to say it. I don't know. I think Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's I got exclusive. to judge sports and it was, for me, like, I'm not really into sports like that. I'd be like football, but yeah. I was like, well, this is really interesting to actually listen to people talk about their life as like athletes and stuff. Mm. So yeah, that was really good. Um, and I got to judge like mom- moment of the year. And of course, you know, you got your, I think it was like Coiled podcast that had mm. won. Um, and um, Chinese Chippy Girl and Masala podcast that had won. And it was just like really cool to see some of these podcasts that have the same numbers, you know, yeah. like you're thinking, 
Well, you know, to be an award-winning podcast, you have to have like hundreds of thousands and you know a million downloads per episodes or something like that. But mm-hmm. some of these podcasts, like when you see in their entries, they've only got like you know two, three hundred listens um, per episode, and they're that's already they're shortlisting. Yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's so cool too. I don't think a lot of people would assume that. Because mm-hmm. I do think we get hung up as a society on like numbers and having yeah. like views and imp downloads and like how many people follow you on Instagram or whatever. But it's not. It's, then it's about the quality of the conversation, isn't it? Really. Yeah. I mean, what's the point in having like a million listens? We'll probably maybe get a bit of money for it, but who you cares know. about that? But like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, if the conversation's not very good, then. Yeah. And I think that's probably a problem with yeah. podcasting because long form conversation is such a great opportunity to have things like this and have these like cool chats. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are probably just in the same thing. And I'm not slagging people for yeah. having podcasts, but a lot of podcasts are just like their celebrity mates coming on and yeah. chatting, that's which is it. fine. I listen to podcasts <laughs> like that, but there's too many like that, isn't there? It's kind of nice that I think you need other you know podcasts the like like podcasts. ours, obviously, yeah, of course. Of course. Do you know what I mean, like um, um, so in the feedback I think that makes a difference. Sorry, um, in the <laughs> feedback bit um, on sort of podcasting, what we sort of heard from a lot of judges was um, perhaps to remove the audio quality um, yes. category on of there. judging mm-hmm. because, you know, people that are recording in their bedrooms um, or something like that, you don't always have access to, you know, like a, a, an amazing state-of-the-art um, recording studio. You know, you're just doing it in, you know, underneath your duvet and... Just you and your friend, yeah. but the like you say, the quality of your conversation that you're having is more important. So you know, like not to pl- place as much um, emphasis on that because you can get you know big, amazing like Spotify, Apple, whatever podcasts. I've got great sound, sound design, and, um, but. Yeah. You yeah. know, the conversation's a bit like, all right, well, I don't really know what I came away just with it, um, yeah, yeah, from yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> just just out of curiosity, do you guys edit your own podcast yourself? You're not yeah. lucky like me and make your one of your best <laughs> friends do it for free every week. Thank you so much, Elliot. No, I'm actually not going to lie. Susie has my back on this one. Yeah. Like, I think I've tried to edit, like, a couple of episodes, and it was very interesting. Like, I'm not allowed to even go near it. Like, I, I actually, originally, I was going to edit the podcast myself. I was going to teach yeah. yourself to edit. And I went home to see him. Uh-huh. I was like, Elliot, do you mind taking a look? He did such a good job. I'm like, I could never, ever do this. <laughs> so he just does it every week now. Yeah. And here we are. It's great to have him on the team. But there you go. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> Legend. Unsung heroes, you know. You are one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how how do you back. find doing that? Just for people listening that maybe want to start a podcast, like, do you think it's easy or is it something you taught yourself? Like, um, I think YouTube has got a lot, like is probably going to take the most amount of credit. It's YouTube and Google. Um like a lot of amazing good freeware. Like I've got a MacBook, so you can get you know Audacity. Sorry, um, you can get um GarageBand, um, you can download Audacity, which is you know completely free. I'm pretty sure there's loads of other ones that will give you a trial if you've got a bit more money to spend. But you literally just probably just you know need like a mic, and you can get those from Amazon for twenty pounds. You know the, <laughs> the microphones you record are like much. fifty pound microphones. Yeah. Um, and then you see people with their amazing road professional <laughs> setup. Like, you're ah. like, oh my god! They're like, yeah, yeah, just plug my USB in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's literally me. Occasionally, right? We're doing in life when he brings out the big, the big ama- amazing. He's just doing live one, and then I hear winds and cars, and I'm just like, get back in that bedroom yes. and record it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we it's true. We try our best. We try it's our best. Um, but very excitingly as well. And of course, Natasha, you guys are playing Connect Festival next, next weekend, right? You're doing a slot yeah. at Connect Festival, yes. which yeah. is incredible. So well done for that. Congrats. That must. I know you. This is like a wee warm up for you in the food rooms. There I'm you go. still processing. Yeah. Do you want to tell us about that? What can people expect from that? 
Um, okay. Yeah. Next festival. So it's uh, it's a weekend. It's uh, from the twenty sixth to the twenty eighth um, of August, obviously, and they've got like a, a lot of art um, artists playing there and other acts. Um, I think one of the ones that we're really keen to see is Lil Sims, yeah. um, who is um, a rapper and she is fantastic. So good. Um, so we're really looking forward to seeing her. But yeah, so we're playing at the Speakeasy Tent. Um, I think it is like seven p.m. And yeah, I think um, the organizers who did um, transmit, I think it's transmit, um, and stuff really sort of you know found us and you know take a chance, taking a chance um, on us and sort of saying you know they they like the conversations that we have and they really want us to bring that um, over to connect. Um, I should also mention that it's in sort of partnership with the list, so. Um, we'd had that um, cover, cover magazine with the list. It was brilliant. You were everywhere in Edinburgh. So everywhere I went, the list, the, <laughs> that, that co- beautiful cover you both in the list was everywhere. So that's class. Yeah, that was a different yeah. idea. That was a nice um, that surprise. Well quickly, like being on the cover of the list, like that's pretty It cool. was very, very different. Like having just friends being like, that's you. I'm like, yeah. I remember one of my baby brother's mum's, my baby brother's friend's mum, who I've never met before, like literally my, my brother just sent me a picture of this like lady with a magazine and my face is on it and i'm like who is that and why does she have the magazine like <laughs> she was like well andrew was like oh, i told i told i told her that you run a podcast and then she found it and then she was like this is you and i was like yeah this is not great she's really she's framed it <laughs> so i am in someone's house <laughs> just chilling but you guys deserve it i mean obviously you have a very cool podcast that you know you've done great work so you know it's it's cool that you're getting that surreal kind of hit home when my colleague was like texting me from her dentist office (laughs) she took a photo of the the cover and she's like it's you it's you i literally told the receptionist i was like oh (laughs) thanks But I was saying to you before, like I met, uh, we met at that Napier talk thing on Zoom, and then like two days later, I was seeing your face in this cover. I was like, I know that person. What the hell? <laughs> it's so cool. Um, but yes, but connect anyway. Sorry, yeah. we went on another tangent. But that's what podcasting is for. Um, but what, what are you? Are you just gonna have like a normal conversation like you would on the podcast? You got anything special planned for it, or dare I say it's a surprise? <laughs> yeah. So we're surprised to us. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we've been sort of like working on it, um, yeah. sort of here and there, and we're toying with some like audience participation, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, thinking about what is like, because I guess the, the crowd for Connect is going to be a little bit different from us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit different when you've got the podcast and. Uh, you know, people know how to find you and they're looking for a specific thing nine times out of ten or they've had it recommended to them like that. Whereas um, Connect Festival is kind of a little bit more Um, Mm open-ended. You know, you sort of pitch into like a much wider audience. You know, some of them, you know, want to be there and like they've sort of, you know, paid to get in and maybe see you. Um, But a lot of the times it's kind of like a, it's a festival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a festival vibe. So we're just trying to figure out like what the balance is between... um, our show and bringing and in yeah. new people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully you will get new listeners from doing that. Like That's sort of the aim, right? Yes. Hopefully yeah. so. I think that the, the main thing I would probably say is sort of just like breaking down that barrier because it yeah. is very, very new for us to be speaking in front of people. And the social anxiety just doesn't do it. Like, no, I'm of like, course, 100%. How heavily medicated are we going to be here today? <laughs> Not that. Oh, man. She just seen me last yeah. week. That was literally me like, coming in here. I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a bit easier every time. Yeah. But I think it's great to push yourself out of your comfort zone because it is like Definitely. a new 
skill, I guess, as well. Yeah. Especially going from Zoom and like whatever. You Literally, know, th- that's what I mean cool. by like we don't even talk to each other. Like every time we record when we're around each other, I cannot make eye contact. With Susie, yeah, like I'm literally like, dude, I'm gonna stare at your toes. <laughs> Don't question it. Like it's just easier if I just speak to that direction. Yeah. <laughs> when the USB mic doesn't stretch that far, and you're just kind of like, "Hi, welcome to." The <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why am I in your face? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I think it'll be very, very different and fun, and super oh, yeah. excited for it. No, it's class. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really like chuffed that you're like going to connect. So cool. I was saying to you, I saw your guys' name <laughs> on like the. The podcast at the, at the station today was mm. coming back. I saw like the little on the list, and you were like very high up the bill, which is cool. That's what I'm saying. Taking a chance and like super appreciative of it because, yeah. like you know, there's like so many other people um, that you know, like you say, Jenny, you get into your your head and you're like, ah, there's like so many amazing big podcasts out there. Like, why have you picked us? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a lot of imposter syndrome like happens, Always. and then you see your name um, on the bill or you see it like you know somewhere, and you're just kind of like. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! But <laughs> like you say, it's a great opportunity to like rise to the occasion yeah, because yeah. you never know. Like you know, you find more in, like exciting stuff on the other side of your comfort zone. Like hundred percent, couldn't agree more. Um, well, I also sort of ask you a good question. Like, what what have you both learned the most from starting the podcast? Like, whether that be a skill or just something about yourself. Like, being unapologetically me. That mm-hmm. is, I think that is the best thing I have learned on this podcast and also realising, like, I need to tame it down a little bit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be times when Susie's editing, she's like, do you want me to keep this in? <laughs> Ellie, it's again not yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes after the episode, I'm like, yeah, keep it in, keep it in. The next day, yeah, do you know what, delete that. <laughs> not sure if uh, people will be happy to hear that. Yeah. No, but I think it's just, like, being 100% yourself. Like, yeah. it has really helped me personally to just, just be like, dude, like you're surely nobody else. Mm. Just chill exactly a little bit. That. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, definitely. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I relate to that as well. I think I think people realise if you're not, I think if you're, because it's a long-form conversation, it's about genuine connection. Yeah. We don't as a society ever really sit down for an hour and not go on our phone at least once when we're talking Literally. to people. So like, I think if you're not yourself, it's going to kind of, you're going to get found out after an hour or two, Very surely. quickly. And it's just not going to be as good a conversation. So 100% agree with you yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mine is kind of about people. Um, I'm always sort of like shocked and surprised when mm. people take the time to send us a message or ask for our advice. About stuff, I mean, like we've had, you know, people actually come into the DMs and sort of say, you know, you talked about this on the episode and I'm kind of going through something similar or I've just moved to Scotland or, you know, I don't know how I can support my friends or, you know, this kind of stuff. Like the, the, the experiences that we went through that they actually have an impact on people and that they take the time to write something and like, you know, send it to us and genuinely want to have that conversation and connect with us. Like, I don't know, that's like that's the bit for me which I'm like, wow, again. Yeah. You know, thinking about when would I ever <laughs> message apart from you know a message celebrities happy birthday or something um, but you know when would you ever reach out to somebody because you know they've connected with you and send them a message to say you know either like a thank you or to be like yo i need some advice like i trust your judgment yeah 100 percent. and i think as well like podcasting can also be a bit lonely because a lot of time people are probably listening but they're not yeah. they don't most because when i listen to podcasts most of the time i don't message the person making it and yeah. go really enjoying this ep-? you just kind of <laughs> listen to it and like That's you true. maybe leave a review but so i think sometimes maybe you don't realize how much of an impact you have. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm saying that with my fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> but I've, no, I've also had life you mentioned, and it is like the nicest feeling in the world when somebody messages you to say, 
just you speaking about this thing so honestly mm-hmm. and openly like, has genuinely changed like how I felt about the situation. I think that's the best, again, long-form conversation, so important as a society right now, Very which is true. great exactly why you know you guys having a podcast like yours as well mm-hmm. that there probably isn't enough of, um, which kind of segues me nicely into my next question, which I'll get off on the nice iPad <laughs> so I don't mess up exactly. But I just wanted to ask about like how you feel about black voices. Do you think they're visible enough in Scotland in the media? Because I know when you started your podcast, you say there wasn't really any. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's improved in the last two years? Or do you think, I mean, there's probably a lot of work to do, but like, yeah. how, where do you feel that's at? Like, as oh, sort definitely. of people that are probably looked up yeah. to now in the, in the media yeah. as black voices, which is amazing, as, as I say, the work you're doing. That is very, very true. I think that there's a lot of black voices now. I think because of like platforms like TikTok and whatnot, yeah. for me personally, mm-hmm. like to, to find like all of these black people like in Scotland, I'm like, like, y'all been here the whole time. Do you hear people that have, like, grew up in Edinburgh? And I'm like, so where were you then? Like, <laughs> where were you all? But I think definitely black voices are being heard. There's some really, really big faces um, now. Like, for instance, like, Bash. Like, he's yeah. out there, like, doing madnesses. And, like, dude, like, we were clubbing, like, back in 2018. <laughs> and here you are doing all of this madness. But, like, no, it's really great. Like, the, the, the amount of black voices being heard is definitely, definitely... Yeah. I think it's definitely on the up. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's as a result of like sort of tiptoeing into this industry, but Mm -hmm. I'm kind of seeing a lot more of the bigger organizations reaching out to black Scottish people. Um, I'm not sure about the Asian community, but I'm certainly seeing it a bit more that they're considering, which, you know, beforehand, probably begging and you have to have to. make a program about black something but it looks now like they're reaching out about um a wide range of programming um mm. not just things that are going to appeal just to yeah, you know, a yeah. very specific audience but yeah no so that's i think it's it's changing um and that's really good because um i was having a little think the other day actually like back in 2004 five six seven or whatever it was you know we used to have like trouble tv or like whatever mm. it was um, where you used to get like a lot of like black programming or like shows that had like a lot more diversity in them, and then we seem to have kind of gone through this weird, I don't know what it is, some um, phase. Yeah, this weird phase where like all yeah. of a sudden TV got you know incredibly white, and yeah. now we're sort of trying to come back to it. And obviously, it seems to ebb and flow and stuff, but I think going in the right direction mm. again, um, which is to be a lot more inclusive um, yeah. and to. Yeah, not just ask people like to talk about like the one thing. Yeah. Basically, I I feel like things like are starting to get better. There's more opinions that black people have other than black things. Yeah. So it's good to see that finally those yeah. opportunities have been given to speak about other things other than yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. We had um, Brown Bear here last week, mm-hmm. Matt Heckman, um, on the podcast, and he was sort of talking about the same things. Like you don't. But like, you don't just want to be asked just about this, like yeah. you're black, so therefore you have to speak about this only. It's like yeah. you're just you know you can do what you want. It just happens to be is that being black is also yeah. part of your identity. So 100, percent I think, yeah, that's probably something that is very annoying <laughs> and like probably happens still yeah. too much. I will say that as a rule, Shirley and I um, sort of decided that we do not engage in public debates about racism. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, every so often, whenever something happens in the news, you know, you'll get your news media and they'll, they usually reach out and they're like, hey, so we've got a program coming on um, today, tomorrow, whatever. It's about uh, racism. And do you believe... 
I'm not uh, like you'll never catch me on TV arguing whether racism exists. Basically, <laughs> just kind of like do we breathe air? <laughs> yeah, basically. So we're just. I'm like, ask me about the Kardashians. Like, ask me about something yeah, other than yeah. like. So do, you, so do you think racism exists? Like, yeah. So <laughs> that's basically yeah, yeah. how. Real. I just realized as well. You just reminded me speaking of the car. I've not even met Ash about the AV Club part of your podcast. So do you want to quickly oh, yeah. touch on that very quickly? Go got, on. They've got like twelve yeah. minutes left. I wanted to. Let, I'm, I'm like gonna have to skip a lot of these questions. Fine. No. Been a great chat so far. The the AV Club is just our little nerdy hub. I would call it to be honest with you. Like we we watch a lot of TV. Like we're massive sci-fi heads. Like anything sci-fi, we're we're there. Like there. So we thought like. It used to be a 10-minute section at the end of the show. Like, we thought, why do we not dedicate an entire episode so that we can actually talk about this stuff a lot more? But yeah. that's pretty much it. Happy place. Well, <laughs> well, well, well. Um, so, yeah, we, also, we did that and um, never thought anything would come out of it other than, you know, the people that oh, enjoy yeah. that content. But, um, you know, a great, great, great partnership with, like, um, uh, Edinburgh, Edinburgh uh, Playhouse. Playhouse. Well, not yeah. like an official partnership, but just kind of like, you know, have a great relationship with them. And, um, you know, they gave us amazing access to, you know, the cast of Dreamgirls and also for The Lion King. So, you know, getting to interview, you know, Stephen Ardenson and Sojay for his part as amazing. Like, like Simba, Simba in The Lion, Lion King. King. Do you know, like, mm. honestly, it was... Like a childhood dream fulfilled just because yeah. of a yeah. little, you know... But yeah, no, we've managed to do some really, really amazing things yeah. with AV Club. And hoping more yeah. with the AV Club. It's amazing, like, in such a short time, like, what you've been able yeah. to achieve through the podcast and stuff. It's class. It must open so many doors as well. Yeah. So it's it's, really it's still, cool. like, a matter of, like, taking everything in. Oh, yeah, you don't, though, do you? <laughs> like, even, like, I remember, yeah. I, was, I was saying after the show last week when I finished it, I was like, I feel like I wasn't present for any of that, and it was such an enjoyable <laughs> night. But you just don't because you when feel like did it a, you probably have yeah. the same thing. You both feel like imposters, right, mm -hmm. all the time. All the time. God, like yeah. it reminds me of that the the, the 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 Guardian article that Susie was talking about when we found out we were clubbing. Mm. Like I literally had a gin and tonic in my hand, dancing <laughs> to like I don't know Beyonce, yeah. and Susie's like, "Dude." <laughs> But yeah, like, look at your phone, look at your Twitter <laughs> yeah, messages. Yeah, yeah. And it was literally like, you've been tagged in a Guardian article. Um, <laughs> I think it was that. And if, like um, when Spotify featured us in, well, we're still, oh, yeah. we're in Beside their Michelle. dedicated um, black voices yeah. carousel thing. And just seeing our little icon is always so surreal. And anytime it's like, yeah. you're, a, you're, you know, an episode has been featured in episodes of the week or... Yeah. You know, even Apple freaking putting us on their curated playlist. Like, yeah. even that, you like, is it real? Every so often, like, in the middle of the night, I'll, like, wake up and, like, go and have a look. Like, <laughs> is it real? Did I, did I imagine did that? Did I actually is that real? That? Is this the Mandela and effect? It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we've got nine minutes, so I'm going to have to sadly skip quite a lot of the questions I'd ask. But it doesn't matter, because I had some... I've already answered them, but obviously the name of the podcast is Just Get a Real Job. Mm -hmm. um, we always sort of ask people about, like, what's the worst part-time job or worst, quote, real job you'd ever had to work in your life? Obviously, you don't have to name the company because sometimes people are still working for those companies or they don't want to get, you know, ties to be cut. But, like, do you have any, like, horror jobs or, like, funny stories from jobs you've worked in the past? Once I can tell, right. Um, <laughs> worst job I ever had, um, I was a waitress um, at a... But no, okay, two stories, two stories. Okay, you two can have stories. two. You can have two. We've the, got time. The worst one time. that I ever had, um, physically, was it was a waitressing job, um, and I don't know what it was. It was like ten hour shifts, like consecutively. They were so, so understaffed, and 
I just overworked myself to the point that one day my body just couldn't and I had this epic like nosebleed and that was the day that I learned about overworking and um, <laughs> it's like, like epic nosebleed couldn't get out of bed um, all of that stuff and I was just kind of like oh my god there is a limit to your body um, and what I can do and then just sort of worse psychologically it was uh, um, I signed up to be a bikini waitress <laughs> Don't even know why, but um, I saw a job advert. It was good money. <laughs> was it so? Explain a bit more, like what? Like it, it's what was exactly the what it You're sounds just like. You were people in a bikini, basically. That, yeah, that yeah. I turned up That's to this, this bar with this yeah. like ah, uh, oh, it was under ah. Uh, anyway, yeah. I turned up to this bar, um, you know, like here's my CV, and he's like, you won't need a CV, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, but this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah, you're it was gone. A dark time. Charlie's gone. What? Lost I lasted one day. She's actually crying. <laughs> just for the listeners that aren't seeing this live. Oh my god! I can just imagine Susie showing up at a place, be like, "I'm here for the job." <laughs> I was just oh. like so, you know, so very naive. But um, yeah, I don't know, like 19 or 20, and I turn out to this bar. It's underground, you know, oh no, God, no CV required sort of situation, cash in hand. He's like, oh did you God. bring a bikini? <laughs> and I'm like... That's the only requirement <laughs> for the job, basically, right? I'm like, no, he's like, he's a tenor, go to primer. Anyway. I'm going to have to return on the podcast. But anyways, yeah, so um, I had a, it was during Fringe, this is what I remember. It was during Fringe, and I had a <laughs> billboard, and I had to, like, walk all the way up and down Rose Street with this billboard in a bikini oh advertising God. this bar. In Scotland as well. It's not exactly yeah. warm in August most of the time. I lasted the whole block. I lasted the whole block. I, like, came You've back around. It. I did it. Listen, it was good money. But <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it was really good money for that, like, one hour. I don't think we'd ever had this much laughter on the podcast with a guest before, by the way. This is the best thing it. I've heard all day. Sorry. <laughs> See, I said you would bring the energy that. to that sentence. <laughs> oh I'm, I'm actually going to bed okay. thinking about that. Sorry. Like, oh my God. That's well, the I'm best thing. There are no Sorry, pictures bad. that exist of that time. <laughs> anyways, I, um, I ran to the block, came back, literally was like, yeah, I don't think this is for me. I literally like left. I was like, hmm. Well, at least I know that that's not a career I want to take up. So it's fine. Gotta be really resilient because people stare. Stare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was Scotland, and I was like, <laughs> whatever year that was. <laughs> I won't say the year, but yeah, um, that was the worst um, <clears throat> part-time job. Yeah. Surely, <laughs> can you top one. that story? To be honest, I actually can't top it. I can't. I genuinely cannot. I just remember I had a really terrible job. Um, it was one of these like weird pyramid scheme hangings. And I thought, like, you know what? Let me go for it. Yeah, let me just, let me do it. You, you're telling me that I'm not going to get paid unless I do something. <laughs> let me do it. So I think the day I realized I need to quit this was, like, two weeks in. And they had me standing outside, like, a Tesco somewhere around um, Fountain Bridge, Fountain Park. And that day it was snowing and oh raining. So uh, do you remember the year there was, we like, didn't have really to wear a bikini, though, because that would have been even worse. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I think if I wore a bikini, I maybe I would have gotten paid that day because I didn't get paid that day. <laughs> It was very cold. <laughs> it was very cold. But I think that was the day I realized, you know what, I need to quit. Like, standing outside of the Tesco of a pole trying to get people to know, like, sponsor animals in Asia and Africa. 
And um, yeah, these two guys were like, listen, here, have a Kit Kat because you're not going to get anything else of the day. And I didn't. I did not. Oh I went God. home at nine o'clock that day, freezing cold. And I was like, yeah, do I have to work ever again? Yeah, fortunately, <laughs> I did. Because that, have that to. company was prolific. I don't know if they still okay. like operate. Well, they, ha- they still do. They payment schemes are just like. everywhere, right? Yeah. There's all these random things. And like, like yeah. it's it's annoying because you go for like a job interview and you think, yeah, this is like a great job, and you sit there and they're like, so you're like, no. Should have known when the guy with the pointy shoes walked in. <laughs> <laughs> and like the suits, yeah. the suits. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> Thank you both for right. So I, we have three minutes left. So I'm going to give the audience. I'm going to get involved the audience. So I'm going to give them a choice. Like, does anyone? Thank you. Thank you. Does it, is anyone like dying to ask our guests a question tonight? No, anyone? One question? Two questions? Okay. Well, so let's just do, we'll do the questions. We'll leave these questions. We had enough for me. So if you just want to come forward or like, I mean, I don't know how far the mic will reach. I'll take the mic to you. I've got permission. <laughs> Try and not edit. Yeah, we'll make this work. Perfect. Hi, Susie and Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> That's actually so funny because I often remember Shirley and forget Susie. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Cool. Um, Connect Festival. Congratulations. Thank you for representing the black culture. Thank you. And uh, secondly, do you reckon? Is it in your plans to do a live podcast? I know it's a new thing, but I just thought of it. It would be really dope to do it back home. So, yeah. That would be really dope, wouldn't it? Um, I think... I think once we get past the the, the scared of people stage, (laughs) I think we can really, really do anything. Like... I think it's a good option to do something that... we've We've never really thought about it, but it's a good... Yeah. We've like, we've like, no, we kind of like thought a tiny bit, but I don't think we've ever kind of said, oh, how is this going to work? Yeah. We thought maybe a little bit of fringe and this is a great opportunity um, for that. So maybe like next year um, or something like that, or just something like a little bit like, you know, intimate and actually, you know, speak to people and have that connection. (laughs) We were thinking a dinner. (laughs) Yeah. We'll, 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 yeah. Sorry. If you, I, I didn't interrupt the end of that question, right? Yeah. I've just because you got me thinking there. That question, like, do you just very quick extra question? Then we'll go to Amanda. We might overrun by a minute. We'll be cheeky. Hopefully, we're allowed <laughs> to do that. Um, someone's going to come and kick us out. But like, do you are you quite connected in Scotland to other podcasts? Is there a community of podcasts in Scotland? I, I I'm friends with a few, but like, how do you think that could work better? Do you think there's maybe an opportunity to? Do more sort of networking with other podcasts. Yes, 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 yes. The yeah. way that this is me know, asking you guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. You know, if we can have like a Scotland Expo, like something about podcasting, yeah. that'd be great. Because you know, again, you know, the, the the majority of networking that we've done has been with like London people, London podcasts, like you know, producers and all that stuff. It's always kind of taking place in that space. So I think mm-hmm. for sure lot, yeah. we should have more. There's a lot here. of things happening up here now. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk another time. But <laughs> that's right, and we have one more question from our lovely photographer, Amanda. There you go. Thank you as well. Hi. Hello. Thank you for a Hello. lovely podcast. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask, um, what have you learned from podcasting that you think you can take away um, as like a transferable skill or something to your other creative endeavours that you talked about earlier? 
a lot. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just that don't be afraid to put yourself out there um, kind of thing. And don't, like, you know, your life and your experiences are unique to you. So whatever you do, you could potentially, you know, make something out of it. Um, always chatting about, like, should we write? Should we write a oh, screenplay? Yeah. Do you Definitely know, that should. kind of stuff. Should we dabble in that? You know, um, don't be afraid to reach out to people. I think that's mm -hmm. probably the one that's taught me the most um, is just message people. I don't know. Yeah. It's taught me to be, be a bit more 100%. brazen about mm -hmm. like how I'm connecting with other people. Because beforehand, I would have just been like, oh, just wait. <laughs> but, um, you know, now it's kind of like, ooh, I'm going to go and research you. Yeah. And I like what you're doing. I'm going to try and like connect with you, like that kind of stuff. So it's taught me to be a bit more like, just go for it. Reach forward thing. I think I'm pretty much the same as Susie. Um, also, I think um, interacting with people yeah. is something that I don't know if it's because of lockdown or what, but I lost the, the, the means and the ability to communicate yeah. and talk to people. And just because of the amount of people reaching out to us and coming out and speaking and whatnot, I've definitely being able to overcome that like you can hear in some of the first episodes when we've got like guests on i'm very much like i know I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah i feel that i feel <laughs> you get become more comfortable yeah. if you don't just keep doing it and doing you, it you just you, you you learn to step out of your bubble and just realize to be fair if you like even if you are laughing at me i'm not gonna hear you <laughs> you're in your house and i'm over here so it's fine yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah that's pretty much me 100%. Well, we're out of time, so I feel like we're going to have to wrap up. But massive round of applause for Susan Shirley from Black Scott Pod. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, just very, very quick as well. Thank you again. I'm falling off my chair at the end. Lovely stuff. But thank you again to the Free Fringe. Thank you all for coming down to watch us tonight. I very much appreciate it. If you enjoyed this conversation, please tell other people to come next week. We've got another live show on uh, at the same time, the same place. Um, share the podcast um, you know get, leave us a review listen to Black Scott Pod as well of course and yeah thank you very much um, if you really enjoyed this obviously a free show I'm going to be standing outside at the end with like a little bowl if you have any I know we're a cashless society now I don't have a card machine but if you have any money and you want to donate like we'll put it back into the podcast if you enjoyed it no pressure if not we're in a cost of living crisis but thank you for your time enjoy the rest of your fringe have a lovely night thank you well, there you go. That was episode 90 of Just Get A Real Job, live from the Voodoo Rooms French Quarter with Black Scott Pod. Massive thanks again to Shirley and Susie for their time and for coming down and speaking to us in front of a, a live audience. And thank you to people in the audience as well that asked questions and, and got involved. Really, really funny conversation. Like, Susie's worst part-time job story was honestly one of the funniest things I've ever heard on the podcast. Like, we were actually all... Like, it was. I was struggling to compose myself on stage if I'm perfectly honest. It was, it was brilliant. But it was such a funny conversation and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, go and support Black Scott Pod as well. There's links to their podcast in the show notes. I think they release every week as well. So, And as always, if you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to share us on social media. Tell friends and family to listen. Rate and review us wherever you listen. And yeah, and basically just keep spreading the word. That's all we need you to do. And enjoy it, hopefully. That's the main thing. But as always, thank you for listening. And we'll be back again next Tuesday for another episode of Just Get A Real Job. Just get a real job.